0: Welcome back to Recruitment 101 podcast. This time I'm sat with Beck Barnes and Chris Cook, and we're talking everything hiring, so culture of the business, our hiring process, and everything that goes with that. So I'll pass straight over to Beck
1: and Chris to give a bit of an introduction. I'll go first. Um, So hello everyone, I am Beck. I am the director of talent acquisition for the business here at Skills. Um, I cover all of our strategic talent acquisition objectives. um, Run a team from London. And I have been with the business for nearly six years, which
2: is... That's a long time.
1: <laughs> that's a while. That's a yeah. Um, yeah, that is me.
2: Nice. Um, hello, everyone. I'm Chris, and I'm the MD for our contract business and our global operations, and have been with us now for 12 and a half years. Um almost reaching my anniversary soon in fact
1: and we've gone was long
2: yeah no, no I'm double um, maybe I'll get a gift this year we'll see
1: I don't <laughs> you know if you get a gift sir, what is it 12
2: 13 years?
1: 13 years 13. Yeah, 13, 13, 13,
2: I think I'm going to say it's an unlucky number yeah. Uh, yeah
1: maybe I won't get a gift <laughs> <this year. laughs> Yeah,
2: um, and yes, yeah, so I've looked after the contract team and uh, did that pretty much from scratch um, and have built it to what it is today. And now, more recently, I've moved into global operations where I support uh, on a kind of global front um, with our various offices uh, and sales teams.
0: Thank you. So I'm going to go straight with a question for you, Chris. So obviously you've just mentioned you joined Skills Alliance as a grad. Yeah. Can you talk me through the journey that you've had at, had at Skills? The, I want to know the full ins and outs of the 13 years here. It
2: makes it sound experience <laughs> Um Well, do you know what? I think that. Me getting into recruitment, I don't think is a fairy tale story. I, I'm not sure I've ever heard anyone who wants to get into recruitment as such. It's
0: um, an accidental thing. I think it's an accidental <laughs>
2: thing, right? I, I was doing telesales beforehand, where I sold the Telegraph subscriptions uh, day in, day out, um, and I just thought that recruitment was the next level up to do sales to a better level, basically. So anyway, that's the reason I got into it, which is, as I said, not that fairy tale. Um, but I joined um, when we were a company of six people so massively different to what we are today Goodness. and yeah hugely different and I really enjoyed it to be fair I did it right in my first couple of years kind of just enjoyed the nature of building a market building a business so I guess it's, that's what it is right building a mini business within a business you, um, what
0: are we on now what's our headcount count now I think we're
2: about be? 130 globally is that about right if, I
0: think it's it like between
1: like 120 130 yes. I think we're From 130. 6 that's such a big yeah it <laughs> so,
2: does seem quite crazy actually when I think about it and um, a well, lot really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, an awesome environment. Um, I'll be really honest, right? I think a couple of years into it, and maybe everyone goes through the same process of wondering whether recruitment really is for you long term, whether it's just a, a, a way to make a bit of money initially and, and getting to a kind of some sort of ladder. Um, yeah. uh, and even I questioned it here you know, it was a six person company, we had a great foundation, but we weren't necessarily going anywhere that rapidly, and so I actually questioned my time to be fair. And, um, you know, I, I I'm not sure if I've told him this yet, but either way, luckily at that time, Carl, our CEO joined, um, which was great that he came in with one goal, which was to grow the business, make us a global entity, um, you know, things like that. And and it massively helped me, to be fair, you know, I, I suddenly we had a bit more ambition in the business and we started accelerating through the gears, you know, we started to double year on year for a few years and it was great to be part of that growth really and kind of add to it. So really enjoyed that and... Um, you know, that at that point I think I got an opportunity to kind of take the contract team over. So originally we were both permanent and contract back in the glory days. Um
0: didn't even know this. So oh, no, yeah, exactly. so at what vertical are you doing?
1: Uh
2: originally we only did clinical as an entire business. Wow. And I say entire business, entire business of six, six people. Six people.
1: <laughs> so you know, six there clinical, you
2: go. Six, six clinical. <laughs> so that's what we always did and we did permanent contract, uh, which was great. And I could kind of do anything I wanted, and then when Carl came through, we obviously started to make a few changes, and it was obvious that we wanted to split and make sure that people were only doing perm or contract. I always preferred contracts, naturally much better at it, and so I just went with that one, um, and was doing clinical. And then as we started to grow a bit more decided that I actually thought there was other markets that could give us a little bit more back, right? So I tried a few different things actually. I was doing biometrics for a short while, which was okay. And then regulatory affairs is basically where I made my store. That, that's kind of what I was doing, mainly in the UK and a little bit in Europe. Um, I really enjoyed it. And so we started to kind of build a bit quicker. I got an opportunity to take a contract team over. I say take a team over, again, it was pretty small. I think it was like three <laughs> of us at the time. So, um, either way, that was still a good bit of experience. And um, and then I guess at that point, I was just keen to grow up from there. You know, we, we did two markets. We only ever did the UK back at that point. So, as a, as a whole business, we did to the UK. Mm. And so, wanted to kind of grow up, and we, and we did a one very small sector of life sciences, right? And I guess fast forward to today, we are, what have been the contract team? 20, 25 people-ish. Um, we are global. Global lives, Yeah, we do the US markets from here, we yeah. do the European markets from here, we've even done Asia Pacific at times. So we've come away on that front, really. And and you know, in terms of the market sectors, we now, I guess not every market and contract, but we do pretty much mirror the drug development lifecycle. Um, and certainly when you combine our team with a permanent team and consulting and exec, we pretty much do cover every base across drug development or product development, which is is huge, you know, it's it's why I've really, really enjoyed it here because we're trying to give a full service offering to every client and it's massively important to us, right? Our whole ethos is about the client coming first and so that's been a really, really good driver for us. and so that's kind of where we are today, right? And then more recently, as I said, I've moved into kind of operations, um, which has been a nice step up for myself and a different thing, so now I get to work with you guys yeah. a little bit closer, <laughs> which is good for me, maybe bad for you, I don't know. Um, this is how you get,
0: how you get um, tricked into a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry, you're not snap. Yeah, yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. Um, so anyway, so th- and that's been really interesting for me. It's not something, I've naturally been trained in before, but I think as the business grows, everyone's had opportunities to try and do different things, and I've certainly had that, and um, it's been great for me. And I think, you know, over the years, I'd be lying if I didn't say there were highs and lows because it's recruitment, right, sales, and you know, we we've definitely, as a business, had our fair share. I personally had my fair share, and um, but I would say now, you know, we're in a a position where we're really lucky to be in the market we are and it, it's constantly growing and it's really high levels of investment going into it sort of thing and um, you know for me it's interesting because we obviously had our private equity backing last year mm-hmm. big milestone for us as a business right and then obviously Massive. yeah it was, was something that just solidified the fact we were doing the right things and we're doing well um, and it's crazy for me to think that the journey almost starts there right uh, I think for a lot of us that's true but I mean I was 11 years in by that point so anyway um that's kind of, I guess, my, my journey so far. I don't know if there's anything more you want to know on it, but that's... that's no, no, I think
0: it. that was a really good good summary. Thank you. <laughs> um, so sort i of moving, taking what Chris has just said about, you know, how we started out doing all just UK clean That to was it, clinical, yeah. yeah. And now we have sort of contract perm. We Ooh. still have a global clean-ups team. Bet, can you uh, sort of walk me through the structure of the teams at Skills and the growth that's available, sort of based loosely on Chris's experience and your experience of hiring, because you know, you're the one that's built a majority of the people Mm -hmm. in this building right now.
1: Yeah. Um... So, yeah, you've been through a really interesting transition as a business. I mean, you mentioned like back in the day doing clinical and, and that being kind of the market that we, we originally started on. Um, we're a very, very different business now. Um we made a decision a few years ago to really kind of look at our brands and how we operate and I think it was becoming quite confusing for clients and candidates and internally so we're, we're now a very very clear branded business we have our kind of original brand which does staffing and we specialize in mid to senior level work across um, a lot of SMEs um, we, we tend to kind of really target um, you know, some of the smaller businesses that we can really uh, go in at an early stage and influence from a hiring aspect. Um, so we have that core business that we've always had and we will always have. Um, and then we, we have an executive search business as well. So that team, um, are very different to our staffing business. They're all 180. Mm. We have an amazing team of client partners um, you know, who are going out and selling retainers and, and all board level C-suite work um, supported by a, a fantastic delivery team. Um, and then uh, we also have um, another exciting division which a lot of our growth lately has been within. So especially my team itself, we've been non stop hiring this year for this division. Um, and this is our workforce solution so our consulting division so this mm. is spearheaded by Dan our, our US president um we have we have I think seven I think we have seven programs now don't we yeah I'm pretty sure yeah so, so. so seven seven programs a mixture of US and, and UK programs so yeah. um well we
2: recently just, just won our first UK one which is yeah. a huge win for us actually very, mm. very
1: exciting um so my team were lucky enough to help with the recruiting for that team so went out to market and um that was great to be able to do some more local hiring for a program here, um, and hire some excellent talent talent for that program. Um, so we're now we now have a very very clear kind of vision, very clear structure of how we operate as a business, um, and the way if you kind of look at these three brands, they are all working um, in in collaboration with each other. So we're able to kind of offer that full workforce solution offerings to all of our clients and our candidates. Um, so it's kind of the business and, and the structure. Um, obviously, there's then there's kind of layers within those those uh, teams and divisions. Um, if we kind of look at staffing here in in London and, and across the US, we have offices. Obviously, London has a HQ. We opened up a Frankfurt office about like, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so Got that? Friend... That's blown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for two years. Remember no, no, was It's blown. I know. Um, and then we, we have um, US offices as well. So um, we've just had um, one of our directors, Rachel. Looked out to New York um, with a couple of principals, which has been quite exciting, um, and really like looking at kind of Chris's experience, and that there is kind of a, a, a clear pathway for people to progress up quite quickly. Um, so you have um, you know Rachel having obviously started off at you know here she started off as like a senior corner of principal, yeah, a yeah, principal, yeah, worked her way up, yeah, worked her up into a, um, a like a contract director role. She's relocated over to New York to kind of set that business up, but I guess this has then um, kind of pre- Proved that we've a lot of people in the business that have organically grown and been able to do really, really exciting things. Um, So you know we are kind of you know from a growth aspect able to offer that. We're also hiring across all locations, so we're quite busy. We've got definitely roles open across search. Um, We've got roles open here in in the UK, which is half the reason we're doing this podcast. Um, And um, I think something to highlight in regards to kind of growth opportunities available is definitely that relocation piece as well. So we're looking at um, speaking to you know, UK recruiters that want to go to the US, for example. Um, you know, we've, we've done this numerous times now already. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, the structure enables us to offer this, you know, people can cross-transfer across teams as well. Um, so if someone want, you know, wanted to maybe one day move to exec search, we can offer that. If someone wanted to you know move to the US, we can also offer that as well. Um, but I think that, you know, hopefully should be a good overview of things. Have you got anything to add?
2: Yeah, I think the, the point on like the organic growth... I think it's interesting, right, because we've always had this thing of, like, we grow organically and, like, we bring in our people and we get them up and running and we get going. And I think that's, like, a nice thing to say, right? But I think in reality, probably what we realised a few years ago is... That's an excellent way to do it, but then if you don't bring other experience in, you don't bring other people in, then we as a business can't learn. Like as much as they can learn from us, we actually can't grow as much. And I think, like certainly you and your team have done an amazing job of bringing some really strong people through to make sure that we as a business grow properly and we get different ideas coming in Mm -hmm. and things like that. And you know, that's part of the reason I've always enjoyed skills is just because we're ultimately quite a flat structure. It doesn't take a lot for someone's idea to kind of get to myself or whoever else it is and and kind of get introduced and I think, you know, definitely for senior people coming into it, that for me is a a really good point Mm -hmm. because it's a massive reason to why I've liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: Um, it's definitely something that I talk about loads when I speak to mm -hmm. candidates is that limited red tape right, like we are, you know, even though we've grown, I still feel like, as you said we're flat structured but, you know, if we have ideas or people have, you know, inspiration that they want to implement within the business on the day to day the world's kind of their oyster, really, in that aspect. Yeah. I mean, you know, I love when experience hires come on from external businesses and, and bring new ideas or yeah. new processes or procedures, because mm. it's just, you know, sometimes it's nice to shake things up and, well, we're not perfect, right? So yeah, as yeah, a business, we want to constantly evolve and learn. Mm. Um,
0: I think since you've sort of come into the ops role as well we've had because we've learned from other people as well we had so many more processes come in and everything is more yeah <laughs> everything's more process and driven and, process yeah, yeah and just yeah. Like, it's good because we're, we're learning as people come in and it's just a chance for our skills to just always better as us suppose one of our values is continuous improvement so yeah. <laughs> it all works yeah, yeah. And, and
2: it's first person. i think you know that again like when we hire junior people like it's not just because I get to my level and therefore I know it and I've come into ops right and then it's like whatever I say goes, it's really not I'd say like it's like everyone here is learning from each other not to sound mm. like too corny about it but it is quite <laughs> yeah. so true and I think you don't always get that of businesses you can, you can often get quite a directive leadership yeah. team I just don't feel we are that, I just think we, we look at what's best for our business, our clients internally and we just act on it if we think it's a good idea we'll, we'll run with it so as I said it is a big reason to why I've, I've stayed here anyway. Um, yeah
0: I think everyone, I think one of the key things about skills everyone listens to each other so mm. legit, if anyone has an idea it doesn't matter where it's come mm. from yeah, yeah, what I they think, do, everyone's uh, going to listen to it and, and at, it at the same works.
2: time you've got to be realistic like not every idea is going to make <laughs> it and like go through it and I think we <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> would be lying to like pretend that like oh yeah say what you want and like it'll yeah. happen because like, it's not true but, I, think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but I just think everyone no there's a platform for it and I think yeah. Um, yeah. you know we'll, we'll always use it which is, which is a good thing
0: so sort of from what we've said already We've obviously spoken about you know the growth opportunities that we have at Skills and learning from each other. But how would you both sort of describe the culture of Skills Alliance? I know this is the question in the half. It's a million so, dollar question. It's such a
1: weird question.
0: It is, a it's, but you know, things about it can't it doesn't have to just be like the social side no, of things, no. but you know, we can include that because it's fantastic. <laughs> um, but also you know growth opportunities, incentives, you know, how you can learn From your team as well, other teams around you, and what you, yeah, I have general. Mm culture in a nutshell I feel like we've definitely touched upon it already Yeah. so just sort we of expanding on it's that it's always an interesting question because this
1: is one thing that pops up all the time like you know whether we're to a, question. Yeah. to a grad or an experienced hire they want to know what our culture is and every recruitment business in London is going to have a different culture some are going to be more similar than others I do think that it, it, it's driven a lot by like the hiring that we do and the people that we bring into the business and I think and I'm sure you can attest this Chris we're a very different business than what we were like three or four years ago yeah, um, you know we were much smaller back then and mm-hmm. you know we were I think our office was like you know when I joined the dungeon <laughs> <but> yeah basically <laughs> 35 people up the road Like I were in a smaller office so the culture was very different and I think as we've grown our culture's changed a lot and we've had to adapt to us getting bigger as well and and you know moving into our next kind of phase of of um acceleration in in that growth area but um I do think, like, and this, this this filters through in everything we do, like, when we talk about culture and every, if we do focus groups, if we do employee engagement surveys, if we speak to grads how, and what they're enjoying, like, I just sat down with our brand new grads that started two weeks ago today just to see how their first two weeks went, and all of them said, like, the people and how, mm-hmm. like, amazing mm-hmm. everyone is in the business, and I think it has to start with people to begin with, like mm. the culture, and I think that's why we're very, very particular when we hire, that we make sure we're hiring the right profiles, that people, you know, are, are going to come in and click naturally into the business. Um, we, we hire like good humans, I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, it's like our bare minimum. Good yeah,
1: bare minimum. Um, But you know, I think we've had to, as I said before, we've had to adapt as we've, we've gotten bigger as well. So, yeah, you know, I definitely like to go out and go to a boozer every now and then, but it's not about that anymore. Like, you know, when we're hiring, we're trying to mm. be really diverse with our hiring. And we we think as a business now, we offer something different culturally um there's something for everyone now mm, i think you definitely know, we, all the different things we do with our I groups lot. we've got yeah non-alcoholic
0: activities you yeah. can do <laughs> we've got our social groups you can go to comedy Night. we did rocky um <laughs> uh, <Rocky> <laughs> yeah we
1: went to rocky horror theater yeah, nice. yeah so up. much fun but there's yeah. just a lot of different things to offer and i think you know recruitment businesses need to be really careful about this moving forward because you Know as as the world evolves, you know, it's the people want different things out yeah, of the company, definitely. and since COVID as well, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think you know, people are much more inclined to, to want um, something else. So, you know, like you said, you know, I think next week is a great example. You know, we've got a diversity day in the office, so yeah, everyone, everyone is going to be bringing in a, a dish, food, a yeah. food dish. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to bring in, I'm a bit it's going to be Aussie. No, but my background's actually Latvian. So my grandparents are like Latvian. So I was like, <laughs> <Sorry>? Yeah. I was going to be really confused when you come in with a Latvian teacher. I'm going to think of like a pavlova, right? Like bringing in a pav. We are pavlova. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like, what can I bring in that's like Latvian? Anyways, side tracking a bit. Um, <laughs> but stuff like that's so that people, you know, like it's that, I guess, that belonging to something, right? Yeah. That feeling that you belong in part of it environment and that you were a part of something really special so yeah there's lots of layers this question It's just one that always comes up and it's it's easy to answer but at the same time
2: I think that's like, a really important point to note right is that we've got it wrong in the past mm-hmm. and yes. I think like most companies try and skirt around that a little bit whereas if people ask me an interview I, I will happily tell them that we've had poor cultures in the past actually kind of as you mentioned a few yeah. years ago yeah. It, it well, probably more than a few years ago now actually but like either way it wasn't good for us and we actually to strip back a little bit and we have to kind of reevaluate who we really are and what we really want going forward and you know you, you can get these things wrong and i think the most important thing i think with us is that we're willing to learn from it willing to adapt to it and not just be like well we know the right way and that's it right and I think that's massively helped us as, as a business and helped us kind of identify what we actually want to go and be. And, and you know, now, now I can safely say, f- for me personally, if we've been here for 12 years, we've got the best culture that we've had since I've been here, right? And um, there's been times when it's been amazing in the past and times when it's mm-hmm. not been so good. And, and we're, we're kind of at a level now, where I just think it is really good. And, you know, I think, uh, as I say, is it is a hard question to answer, right? But I think, for me, I kind of always tell people, I think it comes down to a t- few different things. And one is the kind of, the reason for being in the first place, right? I think we have a culture that breeds success, or people that want to be successful. I'm not pretending Definitely. everyone out here is like successful. It's, it's recruitment, it's sales. Everyone's gonna do well at times, and everyone's gonna struggle at times, right? It is what it is. But I think, um, I think what's important is that everyone has the same sort of drive to be successful. And yeah. I think we we make sure we hire well for that, right? You mm-hmm. know, if you're coming in here to to get a job or just to get to London and kind of have the nights out we're definitely not the place for you um you know maybe once we were And, and that's when As we so suffer.
1: People still go out and have the nights out and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> they, they, they put they, in their own groups. So yeah, and, and so they do. And that's
2: why. S- business, yeah, and that's why I say it's, like a, it's a kind of it's a you know thing of two two sides, right? Of we want people to come here to be successful first and, and first yeah. and foremost, right? And that's yeah. why you've got to be here. You've got to be serious about what you want for your career, and you know that that goes without saying. But then the other side of it is, yeah, we do have the incentives, like
1: yeah, yeah. I'm going to
2: few holidays myself. Yeah. and what you guys are going to. Uh,
1: where are you going? this? Where, yeah, I'm going to Marbella. Marbella? Marbella. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been to Marbella. Yeah, yeah okay. I've not. Well, I've, well, I've been to... Ma- I've, no, I haven't been to Marbella, but I've been to Malaga. But, but like, not in Malaga. Yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a, a timeshare. <laughs> yeah. Which is a bit Yeah. So it's um, okay. It's a little bit different. Yeah. yeah.
0: But we do celebrate our wins. Right? You know, we would have, like, quarterly incentives, you know, if we hit our targets. I think our ops last one was flight club.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Even, you know, even our operations team get involved. Yeah. um, Rewarding hard work. So, yeah, I feel like it's definitely a place to come if you want to strive and work hard and you're ambitious. But always remember that we do reward the successes. No, 100%. And
2: I think that's kind of what I'm saying, right? Is that we now have a better balance of that. Definitely. years gone by we've been one you know one way too far or whatever <laughs> yeah. right and it's not quite worked whereas I think now we've got a pretty decent balance of people wanting yeah. to be for the right reasons and work hard and get to the next level and not just see it as like a job that they're just in Yeah. but then also getting the perks of being in a sales job you know whether it is the holidays or the lunch clubs and,
1: and that's how people get into it right like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that I've, I stayed
2: for it in a long I got to go to like really nice restaurants yeah. like, I never paid for myself exactly. back in the day no um, yeah I remember
0: when I first started. And I had no idea about recruitment, and someone said at yeah. lunch. I said, "What is this? Yeah, <laughs> and taking you I, I, on lunch. On I mean,
2: the first time, of my mates could believe what was going on. you're like, going no. like, where? I like, <laughs> couldn't believe yeah, it. No. So, yeah, all those things are really good, and I think I think we do them well now. Actually, yeah, I do. And, and uh, again, you condense
0: know, them down and yeah, adaptability, right? We we, them, yeah. we
2: change over the years. Like, we haven't just set one thing back in the day and, and said Very that's fluid. what's going to work. Yeah, we've we've changed it. We've tried to make things better. We tried to listen to what people want and and kind of do that. So. Yeah, anyway, I think I think that's really important. I think the other point is as well, you know, we're we a really inclusive and collaborative company.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think it's important to note just because I know that recruitment companies aren't always like that. Yeah. It's a sales environment and it's kind of me first. And we're
0: not cold, we're friendly.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, you have to look after number one, right? Your sales yeah. and you have to make sure you're doing well, but I think we do foster a pretty good environment whereby people want to work with each other you know the contract team wants to work with the perm team and and actually get more out of it and our different divisions and and um you know things like that want to work together whether it's us passing leads to consulting or vice versa so that's not an easy thing i think to get and i do have have
1: that like i mean back like in my old recruitment like company and whatnot like when i first started out it was the, the way we were trained was very aggressive. Like you would actively sell against your counterparts. Like it was old, old school. Yeah. You're pretty much out to school, you, like your counterparts yeah. and stuff. It's so not like that though. And I think this is why I love working here because everyone just genuinely likes each other and cares about each other and supports each other and collaborates. Yeah. And I think that's what breathes that culture as well, right? Because mm-hmm. everyone's, you know- Got the same goal. Yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. wants everyone else to succeed, which is so nice to see mm-hmm. in a recruitment environment. But like you said, obviously, there's, you know they're obviously going to be selfish like in, in a- certain aspects because everyone wants to win and <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, so we ask ourselves you can't get
2: away from it but again it's no, like yeah. a happy balance and yeah, yeah, it's definitely. always I, you must hear it as well but like, I always get it from senior interviews where they're yeah. like that's a problem they always say that's a problem at their current yeah. company is that they yeah. you know bored of Hitting barriers when they're trying to like you know look at other clients and they can't because they're ring fenced and things like that yeah. and I just think we're we're pretty strong in that front like we always have been and it's it's a good trait for us actually and. You know, it's an easy one to say, and, and it's not something I'd say lightly because if you get here and it's not the case, then
0: yeah, <laughs> that's, that's okay, right? but, it,
2: but it is. Through,
0: yeah. But I suppose moving on from that, so we've just spoke about how we've changed over the years, but how do you think, you know, pinpointing obviously like a massive change that the whole nation underwent, mm. how do you think the company and you know, working life has changed since Covid? Like, how have we adapted to? Post COVID life, it's very different to post COVID. I, mean, I love post COVID. <laughs> <I laughs> I'm yeah. here Obviously for COVID, in my
1: opinion. We were saying before, like oh, the the days before COVID. Like I think of having to come into the office five days a week, eight thirty on the dot. Yeah, yeah. Like back in the day, and like yeah. every day. Like if I feel like I had to do five days, I'd be exhausted now. It yeah. <laughs> yeah. is weird
2: how quickly you forget. I did that for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that
1: was the norm, right? I yeah. think like. Um, Right, like, you know, when COVID happened, it was like a big thing. And when we came out of COVID as a business, you know, we made the executive decision to keep our hybrid working policy in place because, yeah. you know, we trusted these consultants now and, and our business to work remotely for so long. And, Definitely. you know, they were able to, you know, go ahead and, and do what they needed to do and, and still hit tall, Still, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm. why would you then come back and remove that from people? Because... Yeah. No, it doesn't but
2: plus we say we want to work in like an accountable business and mm. a mature environment which like I, I do believe we have
1: trust is a big thing in
0: that but trust oh, is a big yeah. thing yeah. but yeah. if
2: we yeah. suddenly finish that and we're like right well now we don't trust you to work from home Yeah. I just think it would be ridiculous the teeth. Yeah. yeah it would be and, and I think everyone like, clearly enjoys flexibility yes um, but I definitely do having, get all um, your
0: parcels to live in on yeah, a Monday I never, <laughs> I never believed
2: I would do actually I, I, I <laughs> always thought I was five days a week I was like no how, I can't wait to get back in five days a week really? maybe did for a little bit and then mm-hmm. I was like do you know what? It's so much better having yeah. just the flexibility. And I think, you know, as long as as long as people stay productive, and yeah. you know, the nice thing about us is they can choose, right? You can either work to our hybrid system, or you can be like, well, I want to work five days a week. And if mm-hmm. you're in London, that's a lot easier. So
0: yeah, I mean, you can come in if you want to. Some people yeah, do exactly, come in, exactly, have five days a week. But then yeah, you have the flexibility to otherwise do yeah. so.
1: It is nice. It is nice. Like I, I feel much more like better about going into the office like you know that anxiety sometimes that people get like tra- yeah Sunday scary. yeah <laughs> <laughs> on a Monday like I feel like my week is way more productive but I also can get through like my washing and like, <laughs> <laughs> I, like this week I definitely had a sun bake on one of my lunch breaks like. <laughs> It's one of those things (laughs) like I (laughs) I was on we we came on a BC and you were like, Are you burnt? (laughs) (laughs) uh, I may or may not have been out in the garden. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like I think that's great. I think the other thing as well is like when we came out of COVID last year it was like our full first year back like it was wild. Like yeah. we were so busy. Mm. Uh, last year was yeah. so insane. I'm um, yeah, you know my team really alone I, we nearly we nearly hired ninety I think we were just under ninety right. people globally like business. So you know that definitely changed and our business yeah. has transformed from that, you know. So this is the good thing about being in life sciences during a pandemic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're yeah, going to
1: need right. it. <laughs> so, so that has changed the business yeah. as well. You know, I think, I think, you know, as much as COVID was a horrible time and, it, you know, wasn't great for a lot of people, um, we were able to kind of come out the other end as a business. And I think some of the changes we've made are for, for the best. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um,
2: I think actually it's changed the culture of the business a little bit as well, because I think to before COVID, right, and you must remember this as well, where we had a flexi-time rule, <laughs> yeah. So you could take, I can't remember what it is now, it's like two and a half hours off a week. Yeah. And yeah. if you need to go to an appointment, you've just got something to do and, and whatever, right? You can have time off and just be like, I just need to leave early, start, like whatever it is, right? But before COVID, it was like people were scared to use it. it even though it's fine, like even the team I manage, I, mm-hmm. I would have no issue with them using it, but they were mm-hmm. still scared to use it because it was yeah. just a, a view of it that they're like, oh, we can't take it. Yes. Because, now, yeah, so foreign
1: though. Yeah, it was
2: weird. Whereas now we're just it's just like flip the switch on that sort of thing it's just yeah. so much easier for I think
0: it's got with the trust like, yeah, yeah
2: 100% and I, I just think it's a really important thing that you know people have got to have a work life balance and they need to go and do things in life like appointments or whatever right and so and I just think it's a really good thing that now it's totally normal for someone to say actually do you mind if I come in mm. like an hour late that day I've got yeah. a doctor's point yeah. whatever it is and it's not even a question it's not like uh, people go through anxiety like having to ask for that sort of stuff before <laughs> I know like, they did but too, so yeah. I was like this is crazy when I have no problem with it yeah. but it was just the culture of and even not now just our business but gym. every business yeah exactly. like
0: you just go to the gym at lunchtime. And yeah and use your half an hour yeah
2: exactly I have no, yeah. no issue if someone wants to take like yeah, an extra 15 yeah, I, yeah, I do it every
0: yeah.
2: single time yeah, um, yeah. so <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, I, mean, I definitely can't tell you, anything, so you know, sometimes we have a till out is everyone those days are gone
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know I was going to ask my final question what's going to be why skills but I feel like everything we've spoken about just highlights why skills you know like I was going to say what makes us stand out from competitors but we've we've touched upon everything during this podcast that I feel really highlights us as a company and how we are quite unique compared to most recruitment companies out there and I, I think we've summed everything up Perfectly If anyone has anything else to add
1: I think I do have something to add actually Yeah I know. I have one too Give us some more air time Come on yeah. Uh, yeah I'm into, this now. I'm into this. Yeah. Um, So I, I actually like. I'd love to talk about our leadership team a little bit more like, yeah. um, Because, yeah. because yeah. if I was an experienced hire Wanting to join a business And this is something that comes up a lot when I speak to people um, The number one thing that we talk about Is like the actual leadership team And you know Most experienced hires when they come in They want to know that they're surrounded by a good group of People that have knowledge in the sector that know how to run teams and you know run like growth in businesses. So, I think um, I always say to people if you're interviewing with other businesses, make sure you look at their leadership team. If there's churn at the top, if there's high turnover, if there's you know lack of leadership, then there's probably a bit of a problem within that business. Mm -hmm. I can genuinely say with our company, like you know, we have a really solid group of people that really care about what we do, that are really passionate about our workforce um and we all work pretty well together right so i think like the leadership team is definitely and I think an attraction point or a USP for someone that would want to join. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chris, like a great example, organically kind of grown from a grad. We've then had some kind of additional people added to the team. HARPS, shout out to HARPS, you know, <laughs> building our EU team from scratch, team of like early 20s now. Um, I think what, what is that, 22, 23 people. Um, again, like brought some really good skill sets to the business. But I mean, we've all kind of been here, mm. um, albeit I think one recent joiner, like a good, like minimum four or five years. So, yeah. you know, mm. if people want. To learn and people want to gain um, a bit more of an insight into like how other people work as leaders, and I think that's definitely a drawing point. Um,
2: yeah. I, I totally agree with that. I think again, you'd be lying if you said we didn't have some churn over the years. It's, it's recruitment yeah. and mm-hmm. people leave, right? It's, it's not for everyone, it's no problem with us. Some people like us and some people don't, it's just it is what it is. And I think that's a good point as well. What I was going to mention as well is mm-hmm. that our leadership team are pretty stable. You yeah. know, I think we're not scared to bring people in because, as I said before, that's how we'll learn new things and how they will as well. But yeah, I mean like Harp's been for, for years. We've had uh, Marky started before before me, actually six months before I did. So has mm, he
1: been you the longer? He's technically yeah. the longest oh. I remember. I know he's got
2: me by like, six months. Give me
0: some form of award for that.
2: Yeah I know. Um so but anyway, I, I, I do think it's a really good point right and I, I just think um it is a nice thing to know that you're coming into a relatively stable business. Definitely. And I, I think you know why skills as well that, that the other point I always say to people is like we're not for everyone Like, we're not sort of thing and, and, um, you know, it's so important when we interview people, like I said to them every time, Like it's as important for me to interview them, it's as important for them to interview me as well and be like, do I actually want to come and work at this company? And again, it's one of these things are good because you know, obviously we want to paint ourselves in a good light and everything, Mm -hmm. but we're pretty honest about everything because ultimately we've made mistakes in the past whereby someone's come on who's maybe not quite right for us and we wanted to make it work, but we kind of always knew that it wasn't quite the right fit and I just think we're much better at that now of trying to stamp that out because it's a waste of their time waste of our time it's like it's costly all the rest of it right and so I just think we're much better at that now but again recruitment's not for everyone and skills and arts not for everyone right and so it's just so important that people understand who we are a little bit and you know get a good flavour for us and the Mm -hmm. leadership team and Mm -hmm. the culture and all that so they can decide whether they want us or not and I think that's a really really key point I
0: think that shows as well because we have some real loyal loyal people here that just Yeah, because you know you have picked the right place
1: mm. I think the great opportunities as well here like if someone was to listen to this podcast and wonder if <laughs> science was for them um, you know we aren't we aren't a big corporate yet right we're not massive we are growing but there are still so many opportunities yeah you know there are markets that we that we haven't done there are verticals that we could have leaders for so you know there are a multitude of different things that people can come in and do i think we are you know If you come in and and you join at a certain level, like you know, everyone gets a career planner. There's always you know ongoing conversations about people's like career growth and development. Mm -hmm. So, um, because that is something else that people always bring up is like, well, what's in it for me, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. If you're
1: going to leave something and, and you're an experienced recruiter and you're leaving a contract book or you're leaving a team, like what's attractive about us but that is I can genuinely say like we're not that big yet that's a possibility I was going to
2: say the last point as well of that Mm -hmm. yeah I mentioned this earlier about us being an ambitious business and hence a big reason why I I wanted to stay and and have stayed sort of thing and you know epitomised by the uh, the private equity backing last year from Palatine which was amazing and helped us get to like another level of structure and growth and ambition and so anyway I just think that's a really nice thing for us to have at this you know constantly wanting to get to the next level like we'll celebrate our win sure but then we'll be like well where do we go next with this how do we yeah. get to a, the next point of like our, our growth stage and you know on the head we, we don't want to be a corporate you know I, I say this and it's proper cheesy when I say it in interviews but it's <laughs> like we don't want to be the biggest out there we want to be the best at what we do and we've yeah. chosen our sector and we've chosen First. Yeah, we've chosen the niches that we go after yeah. and we've chosen exactly what we want to do and we now want to be the best at that. And a lot of it we are and some of it we're not, and we'll get there with it. And so, anyway, I just think that that's a, it's a really important point is that we're, we're never happy with our level, we always want to get to the next one. Yeah. Um, and again, as I said, it's continuous with... improvement. There we go, yeah, yeah. Back to the core How many times have
0: you dropped that into this? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Easter egg, Anyone listening, prize yeah. right. yeah, to yeah. whoever yeah. wins, the yeah. answer will be revealed at the end. Uh, Well, thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure speaking to you both. I hope everyone's gained an insight now into us as a company, the hiring process, and and a
1: bit about us and what we do. Yeah, Yeah, nice. Hit me up if anyone wants a job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'll tag her at the end. (laughs) So
0: thank you, and that rounds us up. So join us next time for Recruitment 101.